Hello, everybody. We got some good news for our 50th episode of the Max and Tony yes, show. Yes, sir. It Max. was like as if as if karma rewarded us for doing if, this show. If, if, if and they gave us a, gift. a fat-ass present on our 50th episode. You bet. Maxwell, na, son. Na, na, na. Ding na, dong, na, na, the witch is dead, hey, the witch is dead. Hey, good goodbye. Goodbye, Rahm Emanuel. Goodbye, Rahm. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yes. We hated you. You sucked. And we still need to find a, a candidate that could run against the idiots that were running against him. Oh, man, so, wait, just wait. Every swinging dick in the village is going to come rolling out of the fucking turnip truck now. Right, right. Uh the rumor I'm hearing the, the the rumor I'm hearing loudest is Bill Daly, the brother of Richie Daly, who at one point was uh, Barack Obama's chief of staff after they shoved Rom's ass out, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I don't know if we need another Daly run in this city, you know, Max. When I was I don't know bo- either. When but- I was born, there was a mayor Daly. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, when same When I graduated uh, grade school, there was a Up mayor Up until daily. I was 17, 18 years old, that's all I knew. When I got married, there Shout was a mayor Shout out to those daily. shitty mayor daily lunches that they put in a cardboard box with one slice of bologna and this, like, what, two-inch thick uh, buns each, and, and then you, you had a chocolate milk and a <laughs> shitty juice. <laughs> Hey, Mayor Daly, what the fuck were you feeding us? <laughs> Wait a minute. They gave you Mayor Daly lunches? They gave us the fucking Mayor Daly lunches. They came in cardboard boxes. The Richie Daly or, the, uh, or Richard J. Daly? I don't even want to. His wanna, father. Oh, his dad. I don't even want to. Whose picture uh, was on the fucking uh, uh, lunch? Or no, sorry. It was Richard J. Richard <clears throat> J. Daly's the son, right? The, the no, no. He's Daly. Richard M. Daly. Richard M. Daly. Richard J. Daly was the old man. He's the boss. Okay. Yeah. These were M. Daly's because that's the only mayor I had. I don't even want to know what R- Richard J. Daly's lunches were probably like. He, You know, he was amazing he ever became mayor because this guy just, used to slide sideways into sentences. It's probably Max. just cornflakes. He once told a reporter, I resent the insinuendos. Okay. Yeah, Max, there's no such word as no, insinuendo. No, I'm aware. I'm yeah. aware. But what did he really mean? Uh, I resent the insinuations, the insinuations. or the innuendos. Oh, and he innu- just decided, oh, and he mixed the yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. You know, but that's kind of Chicago. That's kind of smart. Yeah, I mean, he was... Maybe he was ahead of his time. Th- there was a reason people elected Richard J. Daly, yeah. because, you know, uh, there's this city of immigrants, and a lot of them he reminded of uh, whatever, you know, moron ran their the old country, yeah. you know? There's a lot of... There's a lot of Mayor Daly's really controversial because he's the guy who kind of put Chicago on the map. He took a lot yeah. of chances in terms of technology, which helped the city today. He, he yeah. took a lot of. He was he was kind of signing off on the majority of the skyscrapers, right? I mean, the first one, yeah, yeah. and then uh, and and kept an absolute policy. Of I mean, segregation. He's, he's essentially the reason we're not. And no offense to these Midwest cities. We're not Cleveland or Detroit. I mean, the, yeah. he's essentially that reason. And um, well, we were able to maintain our middle class, right? Right. Um, unlike now, where we're losing yeah. them all the time. Totally. Yeah. Know? But at the same time, 
Mayor Daley is known for, you know, uh, the 68 convention, uh, talking to Martin Luther King, having a sit down with him and telling him, oh, I'll listen to everything you have to say. I, I will get yeah. these things done. Doesn't Bullshit. do anything yeah. afterwards. So, In fact, built the Dan Ryan Expressway to yeah. keep uh, people of color from going downtown. Right. Um, what he did was institutionalize racism. He mm-hmm. He built it into... The legislation. He was one of the first kind of racists that was really slick about it. Like, oh really no, just... no! Believe me, this country was built by slick racists. Believe me. Oh no, no, no! I, I, I know that, yeah. but he, I mean, you know, like one of those, one of those well, guys. Well, he had everybody who... fooled. Uh, yeah, Chicago, the city that works. It's like yeah, right. much like his son. And much I don't like, see color. Yeah, kind of guy. Much like his son, and much like Rahm Emanuel. Right. <clears throat> Rahm Emanuel is now walking away from. The shittiest public school system in the country. You know, I can see someone from this outside perspective uh, kind of looking at it and being like, oh, we did so much for for Chicago's downtown and the arts and all this. Yeah, they all love the arts. You know, Max, I've been in the arts my whole life. Do you know why politicians so love the arts? Um, Rich people love nothing. Then, uh, like they love people telling them how fucking smart they are. Right. And uh, Ron was very, very good at this. He hung out around the arts for one reason. The wealthy are, are who support the arts. Right. You know? Um, and, 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 you know, most of them, I would say 90% of them do it with uh, a free and open heart. You know, mm-hmm. they do it for the best reasons to culturally enrich a city. And, you know, bless them. But politicians are always around cultural things because they can hustle votes that way. And it makes them look good. They love the kind of uh, attention that it confers upon them. Mm -hmm. It's never about the art. You know, they're full of shit. No. Um, You know, Daly, uh, Richie Daly was the same way. Rahm Emanuel leaves uh, with an absolute policy of gunfire. We have uh, lost an astonishing amount of our citizens to gunfire since uh, Rahm Emanuel became mayor. Um, his his legacy, uh, as it were, will be one of... Austerity, privatization, displacement, gun violence, and police brutality. Yeah. Good riddance, fucko. We'll see yeah, you. Goodbye, goodbye, Rob. Uh, go find a box, stand on it so you can kick a duck in the ass. There we go. Au revoir, fucko. Hey, yeah. Tony. Maybe you'll yeah. see him at East Bank. Can I, can I play devil's advocate for just two seconds? If you want to get beat up, yeah. I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> okay. Just... I, I I'm not a Rom fan in any way, shape, or form. But for the incoming mayor, the two biggest problems: the violence in the city, yeah, and the the financial dire straits, which is, yeah, end of the day affects our schools and our mental health facilities, and you know our police, fire, yada yada. yada. Yeah, which Rom did nothing to make better. Not C- either correct. one of those things. Not a fucking whit of difference. Absolutely. What is the new guy or gal or whoever it may be, what do they have to do to improve those two things, really? 
honestly, they have to spend as much money on education uh, as they can. Yeah. They have to stop giving. You know, there's a good book by Thomas Tresser. We should get him in there. It's called Chicago is Not Broke. There was an interesting article I read where uh, Tony McGee, the guy who owns La Unitas, uh, when he was about to come here, they were offering him five or six million dollars to relocate to Chicago. And he's like, I'm already building a big brewery there. You know, use that money for the schools. And uh, this is what the politicians do. They give all of these big tax breaks to developers, to industry. I don't, I don't want to think about the money that's not being spent on education in favor of Lincoln Yards. Um, what has to be done is uh, educated people have choices. The silver bullet for all of the city's ills are, uh, is education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quit giving away the goddamn store to every business, every uh, big Fortune 500 company, every goddamn developer, uh, and every other douchebag wandering around City Hall with his mm-hmm. fucking handout. You spend it on education. And believe me, somebody that you educate in the next 30 years will have solutions to a great many of our problems. You know when New York got better is when Michael Bloomberg held the f- feet to the fire of all the heads of the Fortune 500 companies, and he did it kind of like the Godfather. He had them all in one room, and he said, uh, congratulations on being the leaders of industry in New York City. Right next door, in the room right next door to us, is a press corps, and we're going to go in there and tell them that you guys are each going to write a check for a couple of million dollars to the New York public school system. Or we're going to go next door and tell them you're a bunch of cheap pricks. And you know what? New York got better. Education got better. Opportunity got better. It's still insanely expensive to live in New York, all right? But I want to believe that the reason that they don't have half of the crime that we do uh, is because people became better educated. Hmm. You hear me there? I hear you for sure. Yeah, Max, it's some. You, you're just what eight. The, nine there's years. another thing I have to say about it. What else he could do? The incoming mayor should go to the uh, the state's attorney and issue a class action suit on behalf of the victims of violence in Chicago against the states of Indiana and Wisconsin because of the lax loopholes in their laws regarding gun shows. Because straw buyers can go to Indiana or to Wisconsin to the gun shows and buy as many weapons as they want, handguns specifically, and then they drop the bodies of children all over the city. Um, What the incoming mayor has to do is have a pair of balls. And has to think counterintuitively and uh, not follow the example of the billionaires that have led us.
Chris, were you going to ask me something? Yeah, I'm sorry. I that, got no, on my box. Hey, that was a good good point, though. I mean, I'm I'm glad we. Uh, you asked me, I told you. I did, and you you did. That's that's. I, those are the things we want to hear because it's 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 easy to rag on somebody. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, like, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So Max, I was going to ask you. You just you know what eight nine years you're out of the Chicago public school system. I mean, I have lots of friends who are teachers, a, a couple good friends, and I would love for them to get more money. But what else would you think that the the school system needs to invest in to to make to improve the education in the city? Well, I I think yeah, I think paying the teachers is is a really great idea. I, I you know when a teacher's not getting paid enough they it's it's clear in their attitude it's clear in everything and i know that educators don't go into this for the big payoff i mean i don't think they ever have i think they truly truly have this passion for educating young people but i think it needs to be more of a rewarding job and a more glorified job i mean if actors get to take away big checks if athletes get to take away big checks why don't you give a big check to someone who has just as a, a way here, more here. valuable role i mean i think it I, it does start with paying the staff and um i think also maybe uh maybe reward something a little more than like i don't know great like scholarships are great that's awesome but i I don't know. I feel like I feel like you need to get people more involved and change the curriculum of CPS and it shouldn't be these you know basic education courses. Maybe they should be that like th- first through 8th grade, but I think in high school you need to start like looking at these kids as individuals early and start to kind of ask them where they want to go. And so- I know it's a hard decision at that age, but I think if you encourage someone to sort of move in a direction that helps their life early, it's going to make their life easier. So like, Absolutely. So. Another thing that has to be done is this city has to be policed better. and For sure. You have to get the cops out of the cars and on foot, particularly in the neighborhoods where all the shooting is happening. And you have to have officers that are representative of the neighborhoods that they are policing. Just like as the students, look at the officers as individuals and look at them carefully. Absolutely. Max, what happens now is uh, somebody gets shot and then 12 white guys with guns show up. Yeah, like I don't... You know what's funny is like I don't want those, those detached white guys on the south side. I want them in like Wrigleyville. Yeah. You know, that's a way better spot for them. Yeah. To be an asshole in. Like then again, I don't No, I want I, I want, don't feel like I don't feel like everything is kids. warranted for for someone to just, you know, get this shitty attitude from a cop. It's like I, I want kids I to be able to look at too. I want kids to be able to look at policemen and say this person looks like me. Mm-hmm. Maybe this person is actually here to protect me, to serve me. Maybe um, pay them more because maybe absolutely. maybe maybe they don't have to go down these horrible avenues of, you know, crooked crooked money and and all these things and feeling yeah. slighted against society and uh feeling like they're owed something. So and, and feeling they like they use their job feeling, to sort of take it. Feeling like when they're policemen, it's us and them. Yeah. That there's the sure. they're the only community that they're part of is uh, wearing a uniform just like they are, and that's sad. You don't yeah. want the police to feel like that either. I mean, 
I, I know why Emmanuel is leaving. I honestly think that whatever happens in the Jason Van Dyke trial, either way, that verdict is a no-win for him. And that trial just started yesterday, Absolutely, right? absolutely. And, um, you know, any anybody with eyes in their head can see that this man shot this kid 16 times. Yeah. There's just, you know, there's, yeah, there's no, no around that. There's no excuse for that, and he's walking away from him. I think he points his knife to him, and I think that's that's about the extent yeah, of his I mean, violence. And he's a good 20 feet away. The, yeah, here, here's the deal. Make sense. <clears throat> when I, I think they will probably find this man guilty, and oh, I sure when hope they so. do, but, you know, I got to be honest. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna have my expectations high for this one because of the things that happened to people like Eric Gardner and yeah, me neither. Trayvon I mean, Martin I, I, I uh, really don't, I really Mike don't Brown. feel like, uh, I really don't feel like. That this is a reasonable assumption that uh, Jason Van Dyke will be found uh, guilty. And well, it it should be, it, it, it should be, but it's it, you know you never. Well, know I mean, you know what happens in this country. You know what happens if if this guy walks. There's going to be a really the city burns big yeah riot, and it's going to be it's going to be rightfully so. Um, Sometimes, you know, when people speak out about these riots, I can't help but kind of sit back sometimes and say, well... Where were you when the match this got is lit? What, this yeah. is what happens. It's like, yeah, you know, it, it, there's a great... I'm going to butcher what he's saying, but there's this great, um, great line from Tupac where he's talking about, you know... You know, when people are hungry, they're going to first knock on the door. You know, you say, hey, you know, we're hungry. Could we please eat? And, of course, they're going to shut the door. And then the next thing, they're going to be singing, you know, we need some food. We're going to eat. And then, you know, if they keep getting neglected and rejected so many times, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to be nice? Yeah. No. No. no this he, is what happens. Well, well on the, Sorry for butchering that beautiful Tupac. I know. Uh, I know. But the but thing is, it's along those lines. It's an appropriate time to talk about this because Rahm Emanuel is leaving. And he's leaving a city where 25% of our citizens live under the poverty line. Yeah. And there is a grinding kind of poverty out there now. There's and you know, a there are people, huge desperation. There are people stealing packages. You know, they don't even know what the fuck is in them. You know, they're stealing. Right. And, you know, in our neighborhood, it's like, oh, they stole my Amazon package. Yeah, right, right. They stole my Amazon <laughs> package and my my three different yeah. kinds of fusilli pasta. You stole my there. electric toothbrush yeah, exactly. attachment, you, you know? dicks. Yeah. Whoever you are, I'm going to fucking find you. My under all, my under yeah. armor workout clothes were well, in that fucking package. You know, just to kind of go into the next kind of conversation here, I don't want Chicago to be like where we were at previously, Baltimore. Baltimore had so much racial tension in there, and that was yeah. I mean, we're an angry we're, and place, believe me, and believe me, we're an inch so. away. We're an inch away from it. And, I, and, I can tell. And honestly, look, where we live right now in East Humboldt Park, uh, you know, and it's safe to say this: on our street alone, there've been two murders since we moved in. Two shootings. Yeah. There's a car lit on fire uh, yeah. months ago, <laughs> yeah. like our, our, our two yeah, second and, month. And then. while we were in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, a young man was shot in the head. Right, ten houses south of us and right. killed. Yes, you know there Scary. is there is a uh, it, it, it's a city in crisis now. 
you know, all these guys, they serve the downtown and everybody, you know, who's just kind of clustered around downtown. Now he's doing a fabulous job. It's like, no, no, not, not really. You know, yeah, you're just watching out for delinquents hopping the red line turnstile. Yeah, exactly. You're not really. Exactly. You know, every that's, once in a while, it's about the crime that goes down downtown. Every once in a while, they get the shit scared out of them because there's, you know, a, a flash mob on Michigan Avenue, and it's like, or somebody drives a SUV through the front of a storefront. Oh yeah, and they all jump out and steal shit, and it's like. Um, they're like, oh my God, holy, you know, it's like, yeah, well, we, you know, welcome to Chicago. That stuff's been happening west of Halstead and yeah. south of Madison for a long fucking time. Yeah. I have and, a really funny story, actually. That has <clears throat> nothing to do with what we've been talking about. You know, and of, I know, I know this sounds bad, Max, hosting... but every time I see the security footage of the SUV going through, like the Gucci store and a bunch of guys jumping out and stealing shit. No, that's I kind like, of think it's no, funny. That's, you know, that's kind of like, that's kind of Robin Hood esque. That's not real well, robbery. Y- yeah, you know? I mean, it's, it's not like it's stealing like, an old lady's purse. That's horrible. Yeah, they're not. You know? They're not it's, this killing is anybody. A little it's, different. It's crime against property. But yeah, it, it, there is something actually kind of really funny about it. It's like oh, robbing Gucci. Yeah, come on, or Burberry or whatever. You know. Yeah, I, I'm all for that. I'm the, all for that. The SUV goes through the plate glass window, and then all of a sudden, all the doors. Yeah. Guys, get out! It's like oh, I'm I'm for all robberies of department stores. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you can have to qualify. We get that. sued. Uh, yeah. No, uh, no. Um, well, kind. Of, I, I just don't care about big corporations getting getting boinked. Um, yeah, because they're boinking us. Yeah. You know? Hey, they're they boinking us, us. They got us over the table, and we're biting a pillow. Yeah, I don't and, really care. And, yeah. So fuck them. Yeah. So, just one last little devil's advocate. Sure. Here we go. Everybody's being devil's advocate lately. What the <laughs> fuck is that? It's all me. Uh, so, look, all look. I, I I agree with everything you're talking about. Uh, getting the getting more cops, more cops of of color and of their neighborhood. Absolutely, um, and get them out of the cars. Less more of, of cars. a militarized them on, approach. Put them on bicycles. A... Put them on beat stations every three blocks. Yeah. And you know what? Have them. Wait. Wait, Move wait. around the neighborhood in a way where they know everyone. Sure. And you need time. You need time to do that. Of course that. you Because mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now what they're doing is literally running from call to call to call. They don't they barely yeah. have time for lunch. They're literally the reason they're in their cars is they're they gotta get to the next shooting or the next break in or the next The thing I'm issue. also hearing from a, a friend of mine who's a former policeman and and you know who I'm talking about, Max. Mm-hmm. Um is that the young guys really don't want to do the job anymore. Well, I I know his name. Yeah, we, yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna yeah. state it out loud. That they they wait until the shooting's over before they show up. Yeah, you know. And um, thanks for the information, Jeffrey Bat, Chris's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Go find him. <laughs> That's Lieutenant. No, oh no, sorry. I mean, but what you are seeing is. Uh, this immense distrust between uh, the police and the folks they're supposed to be serving and protecting. Well, and how you many... know what? I don't think I, I don't remember it being this bad before Emmanuel. Yeah. How many stories do you, you hear? Though there's so many police officer stories. I feel like it's every story 
where he's like, yeah, I wanted to come in to make a change, and then I realized this is way bigger than me. Yeah. So, you know, cops the, the in the education system, we're talking about more money for the teachers, more money for programs like arts and music to, like, as kids get older to explore more stuff. Or, Absolutely. You know, all, all this kind of stuff. But basically, all these things come down to funds. And the other big problem, the first one I brought up, is that we have a huge financial problem in this city. Because we've had politicians stealing it for the last hundred years. Absolutely. How do we fix that? Um, I mean, do you want to pay more property taxes? I bet you don't. We robbed the Gucci store. Hey, you know what, buddy? We just wrote a big property tax. I'm sure you did. And you know what? I've never once ever complained about it. Yeah. No, and I, and, I'm and not it's a pain in the balls. We, but you know what? That's what it costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and honestly, they're pricing families right out of the city. They are, but also, you know, we have this. And hugely, I'm not sure that's not intentional. Well, we have you know? we we have this hugely underfunded pension program. Yeah, you know, that's what's choking the city financially. And why why Daly sold all the parking spots in the city just to fix a one year for a pimp roll for one year of a bud closing a budget gap for a fucking pimp for seventy five years yeah yeah fuck him but you know what I think there's a way around that I think you go to the parking boxes you find one of those city hall guys who's like leaning on a broom and you just tell him <laughs> okay Homer time for you to go out and take one for the team. And uh, you find a way to, for him to break his hip on one of those uh, parking boxes. Yeah. And then you invalidate the contract. Hey, they're a menace. Fuck you. We're not, you know, we're going back the old way. You heard it here first. Ladies exactly. And hey, ideas is my middle name. Right on. <laughs> uh, so last week we put out a segment uh, about our, our, our top five detectives. I really like that. I yeah. think we'll do another top five segment uh, whenever whenever we can. We found out that we were short some detectives. Were we? Yeah, a whole bunch of guys were saying, "What about this guy?" What oh, oh, guy? oh, oh! Yeah. I thought you meant we didn't we didn't have our own full five. I was like, eh, "Oh no, we had." I, we I had thought we did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. People said some things, but it's like, dude, just make your own fucking list. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Get your own podcast. Yeah, dude. I don't know? care. Like, <laughs> quit whittling on my yeah. dick. You know. No, no it's awesome that people are part of the conversation and stuff. Oh that's yeah, that's awesome. But I think that's yeah. the funniest thing you've ever what? said, Max. Don't. Don't, yeah, don't get mad at me because of my list. <laughs> don't um, make your own fucking list. Yeah. You know well, what's we were, weird? because you know we were in Ocean is. City. Uh, but Last but, week. Say it. Uh, last week, more people walked up to me about Yulia's uh, segment. Oh, yeah, that was great. They went out of their minds props for it. To, props to The guy to was Chris, under his though. car and banged his head on... Uh, uh, on uh, the undercarriage of his car. He was laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, well... Chris put. Chris I watched him really maneuver that <clears throat> that one in the editing, and uh, the music, just kind of the little the little cuts in between well, here and there. He timed hero. it and Chris paced is our it hero perfectly. So that I think that's all got to go to Chris, Yulia, Chris and Bat. yourself. I was just a witness to everything, so that, that was hilarious. Chris Bat, you are our own personal yeah, hero. But Chris Bat, hey, you are our own hey, personal hey, Jesus, that, my friend. <laughs> That's very sweet, but guys, you, Chris come Pat. on. It's all about the talent. Come on. Yulia is fucking hilarious. Yeah. She yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. She and is. T- and by the way, uh, at some point during this podcast, we will have yet another segment of teaching Yulia how to speak like a Chicagoan. Why don't we do it now? Why don't we do it now? Certainly. 
Welcome to yet another edition of Teaching Yulia How to Speak Like a Chicagoan. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. So, Yulia, you notice a man taking an undue amount of interest in your physical self. What do you say to him? Keep staring at my ass, dipshit. I'll pull your fucking eyeballs out and show them to you. Very good. Say you're at the grocery store and all you needed was a quart of milk and maybe a couple apples, and you're going to the five items or less checkout. And you notice the man ahead of you has nine items in his basket. What do you say to him? I notice you're in the five items or less checkout lane, and you have nine items. I'll tell you what, chucklehead. Put five of them on the belt, and I'll kick the other four up your hole and make them fit. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I like it. Very direct. Real Chicagoan. Okay, you're taking an Uber home after work one night, and you notice that the Uber driver is taking the long way home. What do you say to him? Who's your navigator, slap dick? Ray Charles? Very good. Okay, so there's some guy, you're tending bar at the gallery as you usually do, and he just won't stop chatting you up. He won't stop talking to you. He will not stop hitting on you. What do you say to him? In Russia, we don't have a Me Too movement. We just stab assholes in the face. Capiche? All right, now tomorrow night, you have your second one-woman show opening at the Dime. We're expecting a big crowd. What do you say to someone who's not quite sure whether they're gonna show up yet or not? Come to my show, or I'll find out where you drink. I'll come to that bar and stack asses. Got me numb nuts? <laughs> Excellent. You are a fine student. You are going to be a great Chicagoan. Wow. Yeah. She's, she's learning. Really improving. She is a good... And by the way, uh, tonight at the Dime, 1513 Northwestern Avenue, free beer, pet friendly, plenty Easy of parking. parking. The long-awaited second one-woman show of Yulia Kuznetsova opens. Woo! And, uh, man, what And a not show only it that, is. but uh, at, right across the hall in Adventureland Gallery. Adventureland Jet Levant. Inside my mind. Wow, can I just say, man, this dude is so fucking demanding, but it's been such a blast. You, oh, Jet, he's You specific. don't want to deal with demanding people unless... They are going to take you for a ride, and they're going to show you yeah. some tricks. And honestly, he has done that, and uh, I'm, you know I'm what? very it's happy honestly, for him. It's very honestly happy one him. of the best shows we've ever yeah. hung in Adventureland. It, and, yeah, uh, I'm it, very it, excited it's, about it. It's the most. It might be one of the. It might be the most fun show we might have. It's a good time. It, it's, it's a good it's, time. It's hard to say that with all the shows. <laughs> 
like Car Town, Oshkosh yeah. shows, the group shows we've had over the years. Yulia's We're having a really show. good time, and and Yulia's show Vero's is just a show. knockout. Uh, Whoever I mean, shows up tonight is in for a real treat. Yeah, we're yeah we're really excited about this one, guys. And it's also you know it's it's September. That's kind of that's when I started this gallery job. So it's sort of like my yeah, I'm going into my senior year of the gallery yeah. there. And uh, by the it's way, very special. I, by I'm the way, this is the beginning it. of the art season too. Yeah, this exactly. Is the, exactly. The absolute. I wanted beginning. to say that, but I was like, I don't want to be wrong about that. And by the way, we have because uh, the art world, you know, I'm not. I'm invested, but not too invested. You know, there's a lot of weirdos in the art world. Oh no, shit! You're sitting across a lot from of creepy one of them. writers too. But uh, moving on. Yeah, no kidding. We were in Ocean City. Um, by the way. Uh, oh wait, sorry. Jet also has a sponsorship from Tito's Vodka, so we will oh, not that's only right. have Forbidden Root beer. Uh, we will have Tito's Vodka. That's Forbidden Root. Beer, forbidden, not forbidden root yeah, beer. Yeah. It sounded like that for a second. Um, but yeah. All kinds of wine and Tito's. And right. uh, probably every third person will have some really good marijuana. So, you know, either way, you were, uh, you will have a good time. I wouldn't know about that. Ocean City, Maryland, <laughs> where there is no marijuana. Well, there probably is, but it's... We didn't find any. Well, you can't find it. Um, <laughs> Wait, why were you there? Who's who's? who's uh, Michelle, we, my my wife and his mother, Michelle, uh, grew up in Bethesda. So, well, she grew up all over the East Coast. She grew up in Jersey, Maryland, yeah. and kind of fluctuated between there. But before the place she they made went this every year, huge move bread? to Wisconsin. Yeah, which is a culture shock if you're from the East Coast. Exactly. But uh, every year of my childhood, we'd go to Ocean City. And Ocean City, Maryland. It wasn't about to like I don't know after 2005 when we were like this is getting really old and yeah. uh, we want to go somewhere else. So I'd we spent kind of the past my toe, years you know? going to like places like other East Coast beaches like in North Carolina, South Emerald Carolina, Isle, yeah, Myrtle Beach, yeah. yeah. But, um, just all these. I mean, different we all places. agree that we love the Atlantic Ocean, and I mean that's that's our ocean, right? You know, and I think, but I think for the first time in over. 12 years we finally were like oh let's go to ocean city and i at first i was like um okay okay i guess it's been a while i gotta admit i had a good time i had a great time uh maryland's an odd place a lot of trump flags a lot of 20 20 trump flags guys so please can we just get a candidate on the democratic side and start grooming them right now this is really really not funny and Max, have you ever seen more fucking fat people in your life? And that's what I'm going to say. There's I could a lot take of, my shirt There off. wasn't a lot of healthy things to eat. No, um, nothing. Not that, I, not that they didn't have good things to eat. They had some great food, but it's, it's really hard. And they don't recycle. I'm not trying to list all these things I'm complaining about, but it's just kind of like, it's concerning. It's a little oh, concerning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but other than that, I had a great time, and you know Maryland's what, a beautiful I place. Went, yeah, I went to that beach. And I could take my shirt off and not feel bad at all. On no. that beach, <laughs> right. on that beach, son, I'm svelte. On that beach, I'm a piece of ass. You're a piece of ass on that beach. Um, Imagine uh, how I felt. Uh, honest to God, no, it I'm was kidding. like, like uh, a starving child. Like a starving I, I'm kid. I'm serious, Yeah, man. really. That's, my father, that's really what I felt too skinny there sometimes. My father would call every guy who was tilting the scales at, you know, 400 pounds a two-sandwich guy. I'm telling you, Ocean City, Maryland... Is the home of the two sandwich right. guys? Well, it's like I'm I'm th- I'm walking around thinking, 
why are you guys not all fucking dead of heart attacks? It's like no, it, it's kind of it, I like I, I get a, I get a little, you know, I get a little like I don't want to go too deep on 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 overweight people because it's oh it's no a hey, sensitive subject. Hey, but hey, buddy, I was one of them. Believe no, but me, it, it still it, am. It's just you it, know, it, it's it's tough to see that, and it's and it's it's because it's like you feel very very like. Well, we're just a bad. very unhealthy and you nation, just, man. Well, yeah, and you, Donald Trump's telling you people wish... that he's two hundred and thirty-nine pounds. I'm like, hey, fat ass, put your other foot on the scale. He what the might, fuck are you be, thinking? He no, he's not. Fuck no. He might be two thirty-nine. Hey, I will bet you anything. He is easily three bills. In fact, I would bet that he's like a biscuit under three twenty. You think he's? You think he's that big? Fuck yes. Okay. I you seen this fucking guy? Yeah, but I, he's I don't, 239. I don't see three hundred pounds. Max, he's taller than me. He's as tall as me. He's as tall as you. Yeah, okay. and he's a he's a huge lard ass. I'm serious, you know. I believe, and I can say I that. See that? I see. He's a very. He's very. He's very. You know, schluppish. But I, I, three hundred pounds of schlup. Easy, easy. Ah, you seen his ass? Yeah, it's I've a seen fucking it. two-car garage for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, but then like, and then and there's his like his gut, but like that seems to be the only things it's that are like that look like they weigh a lot. Bus, that and his like his, his head. I don't know, three hundred. I'd say like two fifty. Oh fuck! What are you kidding, Max? I weigh two fifty. Yeah. Oh, Max, I'm telling you, <laughs> huh. this take it from a guy who used to weigh three hundred pounds. This guy goes three bills. Okay. I know him when I see him, man. You know, it's like. I, I don't know. I just don't You know, see of all the things we could be ragging on Donald Trump for, his yeah. weight is very low on the list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, did you see this thing yesterday in the New York Times, the the anonymous guy? Yeah. Uh, I got yeah, a problem that with feels that. Like, yeah. What's, that the, feels what's, like, the, what's the anonymous thing? Uh, this uh, opinion, this op-ed that was published anonymously from a guy inside the Trump White House. I think they planted that's some, it. That's I think some, it's bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. So some guy's like talking about Trump? He's like, yeah, we're not, we're not letting him blow up the world, so don't worry. We're, we we even thought early on I'm about- I'm so sick of anonymous sources Yeah, well, and, well, they're also and giving s- any of those fucking things credibility. And, I know. Uh, and uh, honestly- for the New York Times to do it, come out and fucking weird. be yourself. Be, exactly. Fucking, well, the New York some... Times said that they know who the person is. They, you know, that 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 it definitely came from somebody within. It could be his cabinet. Or I'm just telling anybody you, in the, I in still the West think Wing. I still think the Trump people cooked it. You know, you know? I maybe at the end of the day, you know, there there are people like, oh, this makes me feel better, but it's it's a it's a load of shit because this is not how it's supposed to work. No, exactly. Exactly. I, 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 right. It does not make me happy that somebody is, you know, pulling the wool over the, the executive chief's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if it's no, that's, this that's not comforting at all. Fucking moron. Well, this is were, not how this is supposed bro, to work. Bro, they were talking. In that op ed, they said, you know, early on we were thinking about invoking the 25th Amendment. It's like, well, what stopped you? Yeah. The 25th Amendment is for when. Because it's they hard to find, prove. It's written so vaguely. Exactly. When they find a president who's unfit for office, meaning mentally incapacitated or uh, in a coma, mentally ill, or, yeah, or mm-hmm. mentally ill, just stone fucking crazy. Which hey, I when, said it before. I think eventually they're going to peel his ass out of there in a straitjacket. 
Well, Reagan. Honestly, he's he's off the rails. He's, well, he's like clearly off the rails. Fucking mind, you know. But I think that's, I think that's what, honestly, oddly, has kept him kept him in it. This is what we voted for. It's, you know, yeah. it's you know, it's. Uh, this is what we voted for. Yeah, I didn't vote for this shit. You know, another thing. Not, uh, not enough of us voted against it. Supreme Court nominee. Well, I guess my Gary Johnson vote went down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> Toilet flush sound. <laughs> My, I didn't vote for Gary Johnson. No, uh, my uh, my opinion though of the Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, I think three words when I look at that man's pouty pink visage. I think moist, flushable wipe. Yes. Oh, that don't fucking like that guy, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Douchebag. Yeah. Who the, is? The, never mind. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to get into this uh, weird. Inner drama. But, well, but Ocean the, City seems to be know, where they embrace here, Donald here's Trump. The thing, I, here's I don't the thing. Here's the thing. Someone kind of made a a a half-ass argument about um, about them, uh, kind of like the Charlton Heston and Bowling for Columbine thing, like where Michael Moore goes to his house, shows the picture of the little girl, yeah, and says, amen. and and Charlton Heston walks away, and there's. And people make a defense for that, and I—I'll be honest. I kind of see that. I kind of see that for this for this instance of Charles Charlton Heston, he's going through Alzheimer's. He's old. He doesn't expect that this young documentary guy is going to come and show him this picture. I get it, but th- what that guy did, fucking Kavanaugh, yeah. was, was fucked up. Yeah. That was not really. Did you see the look at his you face? Can't really like, com- like, how dare you? You can't compare that to what, what, what you, was done this in a girl's documentary. Father, this girl's father held a hand out to shake hands with him. And he walked away. And say, I'm, yeah. my name is, you know, Mr. And my daughter was killed in Parkland. Right, right. And he held his hand out. He wanted to uh, shake hands. He, he wanted a dialogue with this guy. Yeah. And the judge's body language and face said everything like, I will not condescend to even talking to you. And he turned away and walked away. And you know what? Had I been in that same room, I don't want to stab him in the fucking face. Yeah, sure. I don't want it to Definitely. honestly cut his fucking balls yeah. off with a dull butter knife. Yeah, I think there's a difference you between. Prick. I think. Well, I, what I'm saying is like I'm kind of trying to separate the difference here of yeah. like of like. Uh, an old guy going through Alzheimer's, walking out of a documentary set, which, which, by the way, and I'm still fine with that ending. What Michael Moore, no, yeah, did, that ending you know? is is powerful. You bet I it say is. Keep it. Michael uh, Moore's know, done a lot of you, shady stuff you to know, strengthen his documentaries, I'm, but you know what? Uh, but I'm glad he's on okay. our side right now. No, I mean, I, no, actually, uh, it's not okay. But but he did it, and uh, it's all good. But I don't I don't think that was unfair. Wh- I don't th- I don't think that that was uh, unfair in the least. I think he had the right to say it's not unfair. Hey, this is somebody who died at Columbine. It's not unfair. Please but take it's, take a look at this picture. This is what. Yeah. Uh, th- this is. It's this not is unfair. who's doing the dying because of the idiocy and and the chokehold the the NRA has on the political. It's not process. unfair. Again, it's not unfair, not but it's all. not it's not it's really not nice. It's not really called for. Sonny, also, it's time for us to not be nice. Believe me. That's true, but that that incident. What was that? What was that really going to do, though? You know what? It made a lot of people like you and I think. Yeah. 
and I thought, and, and it what? made me think about how like and documentaries Heston, are made, though, and how and hey, how. And Charlton Heston, how, even after that, became even more trenchantly. Well, if that's the case, that that's fucked up. Yeah, if that he, is the if case. He still that's exactly himself what he did. But not the only thing is, himself, but in his defense, he held a rifle over his head and said, "That was oh, in the no, get, no, that wasn't after the dock. That was in the dock. He was still doing it after the dock, probably long but, after the dock. But yeah, that's not what I'm speaking out against. I'm speaking out against the idea that this guy's going through Alzheimer's. You have this random man in his house, and he's whipping out a picture of like a girl out of context, and he doesn't know that's going to happen. Next, Charlton Heston was fully aware of. You know his surroundings, where he was. I mean, it it wasn't like he was just completely discombobulated. No, it, it I was mean, his house. He was in his own. Yeah, house. Okay. He was in his own house. But he doesn't he know who the fuck Michael Moore is. Yeah. I have a feeling. He I don't did. think he did his research, you know? Max. I I agree. I have with a you. feeling he thought he could smooth him. You know. I think. Okay, what I'm saying is there's a difference between Actors walking out on a document. Fucking charm people. Can I too. talk? Uh, there's a difference between walking out on a documentary set. And there's a difference between being in a public, where, where were they, a court of law or like a, you, this you, was t- at you the tuned hearings. in? This was at the yeah. hearings. Okay. Uh, a court of law? Where, where were they? were at the hearings, right? I don't know. Are you talking? I, yeah. Okay. Talk to me, buddy. They were in a closed session of Congress. They, they were confirming okay, Brett Okay. This Kavanaugh. is what I'm saying. Yeah. That on camera is insanely worse. And it's nothing similar than someone's free time on a documentary. It's just it's just nothing yeah, and compares he had to no, that. You know, there was no way that this judge could have thought in any way, shape, or form that this guy was a threat to him. I mean, he was surrounded by security. Well, look, I, I, I Max, I agree with you. I don't. I mean, I I love Michael Moore. I watch his films. Yeah, I, I love him too. But he, he's done some bullshit, and he I'm had, not even saying the Charlton Heston thing was bullshit. But but gotcha, that gotcha journalism is is bullshit. It like, is. It, it's not fair. It isn't. If you really want to get, you know, it's not about communication and open dialogue, trying to find a solution. What happened in, with the court was not gotcha journalism. But he's a public servant. Yeah, Precisely. no, no, that that's different. Yeah, we're trying to say, or I'm, I, I think Chris is maybe. And, I agree. And to yes, an extent, so is Charlton you. Heston as being spokesman for the NRA. For sure. But I he, mean, that's a voluntary. I mean, well, I mean, nobody's forcing anyone to do this. He's, but yeah. I'm still. It's, no, he's but still he's, a public figure, man. He's a public figure, but he's not a public servant. He's not working for the government. Yeah, no. and, and, yeah. and and I expect I I hold judges to higher standards than most people. And I hope you hold them to higher standards than fucking actors. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you know, it, 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 I think you you saw he communicated everything. I think you, you saw exactly who he was. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, kind of. It was a self-portrait in one gesture. Kind of going in a little more on Michael Moore's thing. It's like it wasn't just the Charlton Heston thing. I think I view I view he that I view that as a, I think that was a little more fair than when. He was going up to people in Fahrenheit uh, 9-11, and he's saying, oh, can we sign your kid up for the Army? We can sign your kid up for the Army. And he goes up to one of the congressmen, yeah. says, can we sign your kid up for the Army, and cuts off. But in that scene, apparently, the guy goes, yeah, my kid is currently serving right now. But they cut that part out. Yeah, you're right. That's bullshit. That's a little. That's a little wacky. Well, but I'll tell but you. But you know though, what? I do. Look, I do love. That, that was a said, great scene, though. Do, I do yeah. love, Don't get me wrong. It was. But it's I do also, love that he was asking his guys, "Hey, can we sign your kid?" Yeah, up for no, the that's Army? a great. You know? That's a great idea. But because don't, you know who goes and don't, fights our wars for yeah. us is poor people. But don't use this opportunity to like 
make someone look bad and cut and cut them as they're about to. But Max, I, Max, I agree. Max, wait, wait, he's wait. fast and loose, and he's often unfair. But, I agree with you. Chris, but, but that yes. is not the news. He's this is a documentary film, and he, and he is shaping that footage to communicate what he wants to communicate. It's an okay. opinion. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I agree with yeah. that. Speaking yeah. of but, which, he has a Trump movie coming out pretty quick. But here. yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Wait, no, we... I, 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 I like Michael Moore. He's on my side, but he's done some bullshit. He's even done some other bullshit where he was like, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, okay, can you guys make a cartoon for me or whatever? And they're like, nah, man, we already gave you uh, our words, our thoughts about Columbine. Uh, uh, and then he goes and makes a cartoon that looks exactly like, uh, the, it looks like the South Park creators yeah. made it. And they it was just a clear ripoff of it. It look, I thought, Till about Team America, I thought until that year that was that movie was. I thought they had, I thought they did make it, and then yeah. they came out with Team America. They make fun of Michael Moore, which is the most hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, spoof I mean, of look, him that I've ever Penn seen. Gillette but they were saying Michael Moore, no, but they were saying you know? like fuck him. It's like we told him we didn't really want to do his cartoon, and then he goes and makes a cartoon to make it look exactly like he we helped him off. do it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, it's like he he's like. He's like a part of the left that it's like, yeah, cool, you're on our side, but dude, chill the fuck out because it's like, we don't need all this extra, like. It reminds me of like, what the other side like does. Like geeky shit. Yeah. And I've heard some, I've heard some other weird stuff, but I, whatever. Like I mean, what? I love weird stuff. I heard in, co- well, I heard in college, he was like, yeah, everybody uh, come see my documentary and like some, stu- and this could be a totally made up story that I'm telling right now, but um, apparently. It was just him filming people's butts, and he was, <laughs> it was just a documentary of him going around filming people's asses. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny, yeah. but it's kind of creepy. I might <laughs> want to check that one out. Yeah, I, hey, and uh, you know what? I could. Uh, this could not be true. Also, so I, I, I forgive me if I'm telling a fucking lie. We should podcast. have him on the show. You know, we should Michael try Moore. To get him in here, yeah. <laughs> Let's ask him. Yeah, let's hey. call him up right now. Hey guys, you know what? I think he's some. I think he's probably pretty approachable. You know, oh, I'm sure he is. I, you know, I like Michael Moore. I mean, a lot of people don't, um, but you know, he's a great filmmaker, man. And I think I, I think I like him. I loved uh, Bowling for Columbine. I loved Fahrenheit. That's that's my favorite one. Nine uh, Eleven. You know, I Fahrenheit Nine Eleven. Yeah, good. I did like it. Well, he definitely stirs the pot. For sure, and I'm always you a know fan the one thing he did in Fahrenheit Nine Eleven that was f- phenomenal is that. When they're making the thing about the World Trade Center being bombed, he never shows that footage. Yeah. Yes, he does. No. Yes, he does. We had an argument about this. Yeah, we did. Yes, he does. You never see the planes hitting the buildings. Then then how did I see it in the movie? I think you need to watch it again. The screen goes black. And... uh, you hear that? I'm pulling out Google, guys. Okay. Well, or or we could we could investigate this, and next week you can update. And us. next week you can try right. and nail me to the Who right. was right, Max I think or I'm right. Tony? I think I'm right. But you know what? Let's move on to uh, people Wait. in the movies we all like. Oh man! <laughs> hey, can I? Can, have you guys seen Black Klansman yet? No, not yet. No, we're going. Uh, we though. were trying to see that in Maryland, but uh, oh my god, they banned it. Go. No, I'm kidding. Totally go kidding. and talk totally about kidding, it next Maryland. week. Oh, we're gonna go. Um, Don't worry, yeah. we'll have it for next week. Yeah, so. I hear it's great, and uh, I also want to see man. That... Spike. Man, we love him. It yeah. is a Spike Lee joint I... through and through. It's so good. Yeah. Um, 
I want to see also Happy Time Murder. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just my random. Is that the one with the, the puppets? Movies. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just a great idea. Hey, have you seen Disenchanted? The the cartoon, the, yeah, the new Macron. Yeah, you know what? Actually, let's talk about a couple of movies we watched in Ocean City real quick. That where we watched the show Disenchantment, the new Mac Groening, or Greening, Groening, Groening, yeah, whatever. Um, it's good. Matt Groening. It's like it's like oh, whatever. It's like Futurama meets uh, medieval times. It's very funny. Then we find I finally watched the first episode of Altered Carbon. Yeah. And that's awesome. Man, I, I watched the good. first two episodes. I, I've been. I'm gonna finish it. It's good. Chris, have you heard of Altered Carbon? Seen it? I'm not. I'm, fill me in. Um, so kind of, kind of this futuristic thing where uh, people, uh, their lives are basically these little like chips that go in the back of people's necks, and they call people's bodies sleeves. sleeves. <laughs> and uh, nice. yeah, so it's it. It's this guy who basically, in the beginning, he's caught stealing people's chips and he's destroying them because he believes in this idea that you know people should only have one life. It shouldn't be this reincarnation thing. And it it's like you know, like science Dick. shouldn't mess with you know nature kind of thing. And sure. he's he's against that. He gets caught in the beginning uh-huh. and um, he's killed, but they don't destroy his microchip. Instead, they keep his microchip in a prison for. 200 something years and they finally put it back into a body because some rich guy buys him basically to solve because i guess this guy's a really good um maybe detective or or, you know assassin assassin to it also is the whole package and um so this rich guy buys him to find out who killed him uh and it turns out this guy's in a different sleeve he's like i want he goes i need to know it's very complicated, but uh, is this a I car- recommend. Is this a cartoon? No, or? no, no. It's live action. It's called this is live action. And What's it on Netflix? I, yeah, and I can't find the budget for how much they spent on this thing. But anybody famous in it? Anyone? I um, uh, kind of up and coming actor is yeah. the main guy. Uh, from what I, he's jacked as hell in it, and uh, my uncle was telling me it's really weird. He was the, like the last famous he's thing. An Asian in. cat. No, no, no. That's. The Asian guy's in the beginning. That's the original okay. sleeve, so to speak. Right. But the guy, when the guy's brought back, he's brought back as this like Jack White guy. Oh, that he of was course in looks the, better than he how he previously did. He was in the killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. And if Robocop, the, the remake of Robocop. I, again, I don't really know, but they're say, <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't he's know a good that. Actor. But they're saying he was scrawny as shit before yeah, that, and, the killing, and he just he got like jacked a, out of yeah. nowhere. Um, but yeah, that's a good show. And uh, I watched Hardcore Henry. Uh, you didn't see that. I didn't see it. It's a first person. Oh yeah, I remember fit. that. Oh, it's so cool. Was, that, was the guy the South African filmmaker? Did he make that? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have I don't have any what's IMDb again? on me right now. Um, Hardcore also, Henry. Also, uh, just today. We lost Burt Reynolds. Right, we lost Burt Reynolds. And man, I was a huge fan of Burt Reynolds. Uh, White Lightning, Gator, um, Smokey and the Bandit, Hustle, Hustle, the longest, the longest yard, yard. Hooper, Deliverance, yeah, Boogie Nights, Boogie Nights. He's so good in Boogie Nights. And then there was one I think called Breaking In, where he played this aging kind of burglar. Who, uh, it yeah, was, it was a marvelous movie. Um, yeah, so I'm. I was kind of posting way. things yeah. that I love. Burt Reynolds, Sharky's Machine. Sharky's Machine. You know, I posted yeah, okay. the I posted the hu- original Hustle poster. It's so so badass. 
and then I posted. Oh, it. Cosmopolitan poster, you mean? No, Hustle. Um, oh, not Catherine Deneuve. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustle, yeah. like the original OG, like '70s poster. It was him. It's in my story. If you guys, Catherine uh, Deneuve, Ben Johnson. This, this. Thing. Yeah. Then I posted some uh, stills from Boogie Nights right here, and yeah. uh, Deliverance. And then my buddy was like. You forgot when he did Jeopardy as Turd Ferguson, and I just like, oh man! Dude. But that's that's I mean, it's Norm Macdonald. Yeah, Norm yeah Norm 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 come on! It's like Reynolds. how can you forget that like that was? Yeah, it's still Burt Reynolds. You it's know still I mean? Burt Reynolds. Um, I think of him as a very underrated actor. You know, he was he was marvelous in uh, s- some movies that were very underseen, like The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing. Um, I truly think he put his ego aside and did his best work yeah. that I've seen by like in Boogie Nights. Absolutely. I mean, Jesus, and you know what? There's nothing awesome flashy that. about that performance. It's understated. As much as it could be. It, it, oh my absolutely. god, he had so much opportunity to make it this this hurrah. But there's he that just, great scene with him and so uh, the, cool late, and calm. the late great Robert Ridgely. Who's a kind of perverted old guy who's bankrolling? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's in jail. And yeah, that's a great scene. And Robert Ridgely is begging Burt Reynolds on the jail phone to just tell him he's a decent man. He's not. He's not a you know monster. Monster. And Burt Reynolds can't lie to him. Yeah. No. You see his face just kind of drop glacially. And it's one, it's one of the finest moments by an American actor or I've how ever about, seen. There's, an, there's another line I want to say, but it's just so inappropriate, so I won't say it. So I'll say it after the show. But there's this another scene where he's in the limo, and they're trying to do kind of like kind of like what internet porn became, or they're just picking up random yeah. people on the streets, and and uh, oh yeah, and of course yeah. the roller skate. Of course that is that is staged. Is but, that but, with Roller Girl? Yeah, with Roller Girl. Oh, yeah. And he's but he's like filming her, and he's realizing he realizes he goes, wow, this industry is surpassing me. And I don't know how to. I don't know how to gauge yeah. it. And he's, and you, you know, he's like, "Come on, buddy, uh, I'll, I'll roll over a little bit. Uh, do this." Yeah. And the guy's like, "Shut up, man!" And he's getting kind of, you know, it's not Dirk Diggler taking his direction. It's this fucking punk frat kid who yeah. just wants to get, you know, just sex and yeah. like that's it. But and then I think he says something about his movies afterward. He says, "Your movies have gone downhill, whatever." And that sets him off, and he just beats the shit out of him. Yeah. But it's like. To see Burt Reynolds in that vulnerable state where he's yeah. just getting taken apart by some frat douche is just, it's awesome because it's like well, I he mean, was so used that, to winning in every scene. Absolutely. He was so used to this. And, and I think the crux to of see it, that is like such a, well, it's the, a proud moment I for I think an actor. The, cr- the crux of his talent was when he exposed those vulnerabilities. And yeah. you found out that there was a great deal more empathy and depth in uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds than anybody ever suspected. That and like you, th- you see like guys who try it, who've tried to do it, like Clint Eastwood when he's crying in the line of fire, and it's just not convincing. And you're just, and you're you're just like, and yeah, but like yeah, but it's also it's just it's just not real. It's just not it's just yeah. not there. <clears throat> and you just really appreciate Burt Reynolds for having that you know, you side also and, and never, genuinely meaning it. Precisely, and you never ever got the feeling. That Burt Reynolds took himself as seriously as uh, a lot of those other guys. Right. 
that he had a real sense of humor about himself. Especially, he with, knows that he was yeah. feasting on stuff like Cannonball Run and fucking Smoking the Band and White Lightning and the Gator. longest yard. He's so funny. He loved all those movies because he was just having he's in, fun. He so was he's, having fun, he's, man. He was a stuntman. Wait, you wait, know? wait. It's no, like, he's not in Gator, is he? Yeah, he is Gator. Is that he's Gator? Gator McCluskey, man. Wait, why? What am I thinking? Robert Forrester is that called Alligator? Yeah, that's Alligator. That's a John Sayles That's awesome. Movie. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's an awesome man. movie. It's a great okay. film. Well, sorry. I think yeah. I confused. And you know, when I think of Robert Forrester, I think I, I think of he, talk an about actor a, much like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, talk about know? a guy who could just probably... I mean, Burt Reynolds... A guy who is far more resourceful take, than you think he is. Yeah. Oh, you know? God. He's so good in Jackie Brown. He's so good. And and, and then kind of Burt everything Reynolds afterward he Deliverance, did was man. honest. I loved him in Deliverance, you know? Yeah. He's, Classic tough well, he's, guy. He's oh, badass. Yeah. yeah. And plus, you know, he does kill some fucking hillbillies at the end. There you, you know? go. It's yeah. Like raping hillbillies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You know, in fact, Ned Beatty's never been fucking right since that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ned Beatty is uh, loading his pistol for both of us. Okay, so, buddy, a- this is our 50th episode. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we've done some segments in between, but this is the official episode 50. This yes. is episode 50. Yeah, and- fuck it. Let's do 50 more. Oh, okay. Sounds All right, like kid. Challenge. <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you for being here for these 50, man. Hey, man. Thank you, guys. All right, kid, All right. take us out. Thank you, everybody, for uh, 50 episodes. Hey, guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 50th episode. Fitty, 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 count them. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. And have a snoochie boochie. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Thank you, Chris Bat. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. We will be showing Inside My Mind by Jet Levant at Adventureland and Lily Dreams by Yulia Kuznetsova at The Dime. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask burning, Max? Burning or questions. Or this guy, Tony? Then go to themaxandtonyshow.com. That's themaxandtonyshow.com. And then tune in next time for our 51st episode. 